Welcome, all you math-minded teachers, to the Math-Minded Teachers Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Skierski from RethinkMathTeacher.com, a podcast, website, series of online courses, books, and Facebook group dedicated to helping you reach all of your students through quality instruction, differentiation, remediation, and effective classroom management. This is episode 17, the best test-taking strategy that you can teach your students. All right, guys, I've got a very fun and hands-on, super practical podcast episode for you today that's going to help you help your students be successful on their tests. I am going to be talking largely about diagnostic tests, state tests, or country tests, but it is also helpful for even your chapter tests or your unit assessments. So the strategy is called a brain dump, and it's where the students, as soon as they begin the test, they take out their scrap paper that they're allowed to work on, and they start dumping all the information that they have memorized onto the sheet of paper before looking at the problem. But it's not enough to tell the students that they need to brain dump or show them how to do it. You actually have to teach them how to do it. So what you need to do is every day in your class for several days or weeks leading up to the assessment, depending on how big and exhaustive the assessment is, you need to have them practice the assessment. So let's talk about what this practicing the brain dump looks like. So I'm going to use my Algebra 1 class as an example. This uh, happened several years ago, so forgive me if I don't remember all the details correctly, but in our state of Florida, the students have to pass their Algebra 1 exam to graduate high school, so it's a big deal, and it's called the End of Course Exam or the EOC. And so a couple months out before the EOC, I sat down with all of the formulas that I felt like they really needed to have to do well on the assessment. And they were, of course, formulas that were not going to be giving on their given to them on their resource sheet. The students had to have them memorized. And there was a, there was a bunch. And so I started looking at them and I tried to come up with an acronym that would help them um, memorize all these formulas, or at least know which formulas they were supposed to have. So the acronym I ended up coming up with was QVC SLED. Now QVC, you know, the show where they sell stuff on TV. So most of the kids, of course, don't know what that is. So I had to show them what QVC was, but that's okay. And we're in Florida. We don't have a lot of SLEDs either, but it was the best acronym I could do with the words I had. Um, and so each letter in the QVC SLED acronym stood for a formula or series of formulas that they needed to have memorized. For example, Q was for quadratics. Um, so there's a quadratic formula and then inside the quadratic formula, they have to know certain terms like the discriminant and things like that. And then, but like S stood for sequences. So there are more, there are actually two sequence formulas we have to know. We have to know the geometric and the arithmetic sequence. So when we got to SLED and we wrote sequences, they had to remember GAS, G-A-S for geometric and arithmetic sequences. So that's step one is coming up with an acronym that will have all of the formulas or categories of formulas that they need to have memorized. And you teach them that. And so at the beginning, you're just, okay, what's the acronym that you're going to use in your brain dump? And they would say QVC SLED and you write it down and you just practice remembering QVC SLED. And then you start by every day trying to write down what every letter in the acronym stands for. So Q is for quadratics, V is for vor vertex formula, and you just keep going through all of those uh, every day. And then 
you challenge the students to keep growing. Okay, good. So now you know all seven letters or, or titles from the acronym QVC SLED. So you got quadratic. Now you need to actually write the quadratic formula. And then once you've done that, you need to start labeling the discriminant and the other pieces of information in there, like the axis of symmetry and things like that, that are going to help them on their diagnostic. So what I did was every day for several weeks, their due now was to do their brain dump. So they were supposed to get out a scrap sheet of paper and write the word QVC SLED. And of course, that might be a different acronym for you, depending on what you're teaching and what formulas they have to know. But they had to write the acronym and then fill out as much as they could. And then I'd give them so many minutes, you know, three or four minutes to do it. And then we'd stop. And then I'd review. I'd do on the board the Q is for, and I'd write down every letter. And I'd write down all the formulas that they need to know. And then we'd review them. And then the challenge was for them to grow in that. And so, you know, especially as we got closer to the test, we were doing it more than once every day. So a couple other strategies I want to encourage you to implement that's going to help your students be successful. Uh, first, as we said, they need to have the acronym. First, they need to memorize the acronym and then what each letter stands for and then go from there. The second strategy you should work on with them is to speak positively to them, speak words of encouragement, tell them that they can do it, build them up, try and give them that confidence. Okay, third, practice it every day, sometimes more than once a day. Um, and then train them to go through the steps systematically. This is exactly what you're supposed to do. Get out the sheet of paper, write QVC sled, then write what each letter stands for. Then go back and fill in, you know, you wrote quadratic, now write the quadratic formula. You wrote vertex, write the vertex formula. Label the pieces as you do it. And then practice it not only on paper, but verbally with them. So maybe you've got a couple minutes in between activities or you're trying to do a brain break. So you just pause and you say, okay, everybody, what's QVC sled? Or, or I'm sorry, what's the acronym that we're using? They sound QVC sled. Okay, what's the D in sled? And then they tell you what it is. So you keep refreshing it and keeping it in their mind. And I'll tell you, we were doing this all the way up to the second we took the exam. So, you know, when we met that morning, I went over to their first period class or classes and I was drilling them all. And they were supposed to be drilling each other. They had a partner in their first period class that they would be asking questions to. And as they're walking to the testing room, they were doing that all the way up until they weren't allowed to, uh, of course, be talking because then they'd be considered cheating. One last strategy I want to encourage you on, this is something I saw another teacher do and I thought it was really powerful, is that you don't accept regression. Of course, we don't beat students up when they struggle. We encourage them. But I was in this teacher's class and he was going around looking at how much everyone had done. And the student that I was sitting next to was actually a smart kid and he had a lot on his paper, probably more than most of the students in the room. But the teacher did not accept that from him because he knew that every other day this student had done more. And he looked the kid in the eyes like a football coach. It was so cool. And he said, you did more than this yesterday. Every day we improve. We don't go back. We always grow. We we proceed or we, we progress. And it was really, and he looked, the student looked at him, he said, I got you. And then he did better. So as you're encouraging your students and building them up, also help them to improve uh, or speak to them so that they know that the goal is to grow. And then just having this strategy in their tool belt is really going to help them be successful. They're going to know exactly how to 
prepare themselves for the test and they're going to do it well the day of because you've practiced doing it so many times and then they're going to be able to reference it, of course, during the exam, which is really going to help. Okay, that's going to do it for episode 17, the best test taking strategy you can teach your students, which is, of course, the brain dumps. I hope you find this helpful. I hope you implement it. And I really hope you're enjoying the podcast. Share it with a friend. I'll see you guys next time.